Welcome to SAR JV's podcast, Sardisms. I'm Mariah Young. I'm Joe Wilkinson. And we're both employees of SARD, where we love great technology coupled with great customer service. The main aim of SARD is to help improve the NHS, England's public health service. Healthcare and IT are ever-changing, and we are interested in the ways that we can help it evolve with the growing population. Today, we're joined by our newest member of the team, Pete Laven, who is an account manager here at SARD. Pete's been in the healthcare industry for a few years and has had various jobs from training to customer service to crisis management. In this episode, we'll learn more about Pete's experiences throughout his career and what his hopes are for his role. We'll also learn some quirky characteristics of Pete towards the end. So Pete, welcome to the podcast. It's exciting. (laughs) If you want to tell us a little bit about your career and where you began and how you ended up with SART. Well, yeah. So, um, a long, long time ago, uh, in a, in a galaxy far, far away, um, I didn't actually start off in anything healthcare related. I originally, um, because my dad had worked in a bank, I thought I'll work in a bank. Um, and at the time working in a bank was seen as well, that's a job for life. You, you join a bank and that's it. You never, you never leave. Um, it wasn't long after I started, though, that the financial industry sort of changed and changed its focus and, and retail banking became retail banking. And it was all about selling, you know, so it was a case of, you know, I mean, my part of my job was, you know, as a cashier, you know, sitting on the counter or I was doing foreign exchange stuff or um, just basically typing numbers into a computer. Um, and all of a sudden it was very much a case of, right, it's, you, you have sales targets and you have to sell credit cards and sell insurance. And I was thinking, I can't do that. I'm not very good at that kind of stuff. Nobody's ever tried to get me to do that before. So yeah, it, it sort of came to a bit of a stop. Did my, my banking career all of a sudden wasn't very happy uh, with that. Um, at the time I also, because it was back in the days when bankers, unless you were, unless you were in London, you didn't get paid any money. (laughs) Bankers didn't get get money. Um, so I worked in a pub as well. And a regular said, why don't you put in for our place? I said, yeah, all right. Anything at the moment is better than, than where I am. Um, so I did. And that company was, uh, a company called Emis. Or Amos Health, who are just about the biggest primary healthcare system suppliers in the country. So they're big with GP medical record systems. So I went to work for them and I went from working in a bank to working for um, uh, a GP software company in their call center. Um, and that lasted about a year. And then they moved me because instead of taking the details of calls and logging them and passing them on to support people, I had an annoying habit of fixing the problem. Amazing. So they said, right, well, <laughs> if you're not going to do this job and you keep doing this other team's job, we'll move you to that other team. So, yeah, I moved into system support for in healthcare for that was another sort of good five years or so. And that was I was dealing with doctors um, and, and and practice staff, doing that whole remote support kind of stuff, and that was I mean, that was that was great. It was frustrating and enjoyable at the same time. Enjoyable when you got something fixed. Is that how you feel, Joe? Uh, yeah, it's definitely nice when you have stuff to do. It's also nice when you 
have little breathers of not stuff to do. <laughs> I, I get what you, yeah, I definitely get what you're talking about. There. Oh, there was, there was, there was never no stuff to do, unfortunately. Um, but it was, it was both, yeah, it was both enjoyable and frustrating at the same time. That whole concept of remote support um, without being able to see what it was the other person was seeing, um, because those kind of those kind of systems, those kind of tools came in a bit further down the line from when I was in support, because like I said, it was a long, long time ago. Um, <laughs> no. So, yeah, so the, I know. Um, so the, the, there was that, that, you know, you'd have those moments of frustration when you were trying to visualize what it was that the person was trying to explain and you just couldn't see it. And that was always fun. Moved through there to being sort of the sole support for an integral part of the system. And then part of a team that dealt with a product that was out with customers, with, with practices. It wasn't across all of them. It was something that they'd, they'd choose to buy if they wanted and they'd need training on that. And I was part of the team that trained them. So I had support stuff, then training. And that's when I started going out and seeing customers. Up until that point, I, I hadn't really seen any customers. It was all over the phone. Um, um, and then all of a sudden, oh, you need to go and see these people and you need to deliver training to them. And that was kind of like, oh, okay, oh face the public as it were <laughs> i've not done that for a while um went out and really started enjoying that part of it that whole being there with the people and seeing them and 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 working stuff with them and showing them how things worked and and getting them being able to work with it um was 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 brilliant and that was for a, a couple of years then all of a sudden there was a bit of a change around and this opportunity came up where i could be part of the official field based people um so i suppose you could call it a cross between like an account manager training manager that kind of thing um and i spent the next 10 years being responsible for an area and and a large group of general practices and going out and doing training and talking them through stuff and taking people on board and getting them changed over from another system and 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 planning that out with them, um, and I did that for about like I said for about ten years and you learn a lot when you, when it comes to people mm. um, and seeing just all these different people and how uh, working out how to work with different people uh, and sort of how to approach people and what they expect and being able to read people a lot um, that was. That was that was quite fun actually uh, because and you'd work out the difference between different people you know and different uh, different sort of groups you'd get your doctors and they'd be a particular way and you'd get your admin people they'd be a particular way and and you sort of adjust yourself accordingly and every now and again you'd get the people who are completely different to the rest of the group and that's um and they're their own challenge in a good way um so yeah i, I did that um again it, that was in in gp world and you know primary care um and it became an area that i kind of knew quite well um and another bit of a change another bit of a shuffle um and this this role got created in the company um where um nobody really quite worked out what the role was going to do so it had been created um somebody from another been in another industry said oh we have these types of people and i think it'd be really good if we had them here 
um, but I'll let you write the job description. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we had this, this group of people, about a dozen of us, to cover the country uh, where we had to kind of work out what our job was. <laughs> which How unusual. Um, it was a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, it was, the idea was to have somebody who was able to create a relationship between customers and and the support um so the support department as a whole so it was kind of like field-based and you're there as almost like a go-between um dealing with the relationship um and it became something a little bit different it became more a case of when things go wrong we get called um so that the job became more a case of handling um handling unhappy people oh yay um, yeah <laughs> nine to five um yeah where the, the the possibility of resolution was not was not exactly uh quick let's say that um so that was that had its own challenges did that for a couple of years it essentially conflict resolution oh Somebody has to do it, right? <laughs> Somebody has to do it, yeah. Conflict resolution for a, a couple of years or so, um, and which, you know, gives you another set of skills. You know, it's another thing to put on the list. Um, uh, by which time I've been, like, 18 years in, in primary care IT, and it builds up all of a sudden. <laughs> it went a couple of years ago. <laughs> and I thought it's... It's maybe time for a change. I'm not particularly, you know, I'm not completely, you know, overjoyed with, you know, this constant conflict, if you like, and dealing with conflict constantly. Um, so I thought time for a change. Um, moved to the like, the other side of the fence. So looked at the acute secondary care, hospitals, which is something I'd never been anywhere near before. Um, a former colleague of mine, she'd gone to a company and she said, oh, if you're looking to move, we're looking for somebody, come here. So that was um, ophthalmology. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, it was, there were similarities because it was um, clinical records, but specifically for ophthalmology. And so they were really quite specialized. Um, that was fascinating in itself. Um, you know, they, they, they prided themselves on making sure that their staff knew not as much as the doctors, but they, they, they knew enough to have an understanding of what a doctor was talking about when it came to eye medicine. Um, you know, and part of that was things like, oh, yeah, you need to sit in on these on these operations as well. Whoa. Yeah. So the most common one being cataract operations. Oh, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> so, with, well, within a, a, I think it was within a couple of weeks of starting with them, I was stood in a corner of, a, of, a, of an operating theatre watching, uh, watching a cataract operation. Oh. Which was quite a strange environment to be in. It was, um, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It really okay. wasn't. That's good. Um, I mean, th this was from somebody who took. It took me eight weeks before an optician would allow me to have contact lenses because they don't let you until you can display that you can put a contact lens in and take it out. And it took me eight weeks of a weekly visit of trying to get a contact lens in and out <laughs> before, before they let me. Um, 
but yeah, this I found, I did find it sort of weirdly fascinating. Um, and just as an aside, you can YouTube uh, cataract operations. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Don't think I want to look at that. <laughs> so that was dealing, um, th- that was dealing with a, a, a new level of doctor. Um, so that was, I was suddenly introduced to the world of consultants and, um, and, and hospital doctors who were their own, their own breed again. Yeah. Um, very interesting people. Um, and also uh, a different type of management as well. Very different between the way primary care is managed to the way that um, the hospital care is managed. So you sort of, again, finding new people, new and interesting people and how to sort of work with them. Um, that job was a mixture of training stuff and account managing stuff um, and project managing and implementing as well. Um, we were sort of responsible for the whole, the whole process. Um, so those were more skills that I was getting as well. And like uh, project management, well, I've done sort of bits, things here and there. Oh yeah, no, no, you need to manage this from start to finish. Oh, okay then. Um, so uh, did a, a couple of years of going here, there, and everywhere around the country, different trusts, um, and, and sort of implementing these 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 systems. Um, and I quite, I, I sort of, it, I quite liked working with hospitals. It had its its, it has its, you know, its its pluses and minuses. You know, your wins and your and your frustrations. Um, and after a couple of years, I thought, great, I think I'll look for a, a change of uh, scenery uh, again after doing 18 years in one company you kind of yeah. suddenly think hang on there is there <laughs> there's more places out there <laughs> there is more out there yes <laughs> there is more out there yeah and then I moved to uh, I suppose still on the clinical side of things and it was bed management um, and patient flow stuff um, so again, again, it was sort of more the clinical side of things and more and more the patient side of it. So you know, primary care is all medical records. So it was all uh, very much you know, your front end um, stuff. Um, and then uh, patient flow, which again opened up another world to me, another bit of hospitals that I'd never really known much about. Um, uh, and I did that for a couple of years um, as well. Was it a couple of years, 18 months or so? Um Again, looking at how you move patients through a ward, uh, through a hospital, and all the things that can get in the way of that. Um, what can you always hear, like in the news, of bed blocking and, and that kind of thing, and uh, actually being involved in, in in seeing how that happens. It's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, I did that, um, and again, more project management stuff because it was very much about implementing things and um, managing processes as well as training people it's kind of everything i've done it's always been a a sort of a mixture of of roles it's always been uh, this skill and that skill and that skill and that skill um sort of all coming together um and then um so i was doing that and then all of a sudden this this really annoying thing called covid came along what's that (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I don't kidding. know. I, I, I saw it in the news a couple of times, um, <laughs> but um, uh, uh, so th- that came along. Things obviously things got quite difficult then. Um, so um, uh, I had 
I'd left my last job just before then. Oh um, no! Just that, literally just before oh, no. the whole, the whole, the whole, you know, furlough and all that kind of stuff came in. Um, I left and thought, "Ooh, right, okay, um, yeah." <laughs> uh, so what do we do now? Um, so, um, in these most recent challenging times. Um, it's it has been challenging you know the, the the jobs market wasn't really quite sure what to do with itself to begin with you know because nobody knew you know who works who can work who, who who's able to still work and right. uh, it took a while to sort out um great thing was it gave me a lot of family time yeah see that's a there's always positives yeah. it's always a positive you've got to get a positive out, out of everything yeah so i mean a, a lot of my my previous jobs had had involved spending time away from home um, to varying degrees, it might have been you know a couple of nights a week. Um, for one job, it was considerable more, considerably more than a couple of nights a week, which begins to wear after a while. Um, but yeah, all of a sudden, I had all this time. Yeah, you have to keep looking for a job in a jobs market that doesn't really know what it's doing. But right. <laughs> you know, we can't go anywhere. Therefore, um, got family time. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was nice actually to be able to, to, to sort of spend that extra time. After a while, it does get to be a bit of, what should we do today? <laughs> I know lots of people are going on walks, lots of walks. Yeah, yeah. We'll have, well, we'll have our 30-minute walk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Um, Scrabble, anyone? <laughs> Another game of Monopoly? Who wants to play some cards? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, gradually, obviously, as, as things changed with the rules, um, I think there's slowly started to be a change in the in in, in the industry, um, and people were um, more out there when it came to jobs, and uh, because it obviously affected everybody, so recruiters as well went really really quiet. And obviously, things were changing slightly, rules were changing slightly, and then all of a sudden, obviously, recruiters were coming back in, um, and then they were trying to pick people up, and then I got a phone call from um, John, the slightly traditional. Um, recruiter um, of I saw your CV on dot 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 yeah <laughs> um, I wonder whether you'd be interested in this um, and initially I was thinking that's something I've never been anywhere near before I've always been the other side right. I've always been the clinical side of things um, admittedly that you know the, the the ward stuff and the patient flow stuff there was some administration side of that but it was very much the nurses and doctors who were really trying to use it and, and, and pay attention to it and it's helping them um in their day-to-day -day stuff um so when he, john was describing sard i was thinking I, I don't really know the first thing about that side of things um it makes sense <laughs> um yes yes logically you'd want people to make sure that they're you know, up to scratch to be able to continue doing their job. Um, so I sort of, I, I, I got that, but and it, I thought to myself, well, hang on a minute. I didn't know anything about hospitals before exactly. I just had a change. So uh, I thought, okay, that sounds really interesting. And then John was describing how, how the people are, how, you know, how sad as a company is. Um, and I thought to myself, that's the bit that's been missing. Mm. from everything I've done so far is that that ethos 
it's going to sound a little bit like my job interview now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It was, you know, my, my story up until now and, and coming into Saad, you know, obviously has to get to the point at which I know about Saad. Um, but that whole idea about it's all about service, you know, customer service. Yeah, you can have a great system. Yeah, system can do the job brilliantly. But if you don't have the service to back it up, um, it's not that great because that's what people will talk, talk about. People will talk about, oh, this system's really easy to use, but don't try and call. You don't want people to go, but, oh, but don't try and call them. Um, it all goes a bit wrong then. So it was that side of it that made me sort of really sort of tipped me over, if you like. I, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. You know, when you've not ha had a job for a few months, for whatever reason, if somebody says, would you be interested in this? Even a slight interest is, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> um, but but when he was saying to me that, um, you know, it's it's about providing that that level of service and having that, that level of relationship with the customers and being able to... Um, you know, not necessarily bend over backwards, but but being amenable to a customer and having that sort of to and fro, that was something that I'd been missing when with with previous roles I'd had. And I thought, well, yeah, <laughs> sign me up. That sounds good. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I got to Saad. You have a lot of experience there, though, in so many different areas, which is amazing. Yeah, I know that's just the thing. I mean, the worry then is you say, oh, you're jack of all trades, but master of none. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I think having all those, like you say, having all those little bits and pieces of experience saying, you know, you've done this for a while, and you've done this for a while, and you've done this for a while. And every time you change, you're actually still using things that you've, you've sort of brought along with you. You're just adding to it. Um, so yeah, this, this role, this account manager role, because it's, it's not it's not an account manager role in the way that you see account manager roles um you know you go on any any job site yeah and this could be for any industry you type in account manager and you'll see a theme when it comes to what an account manager does um and it's it nearly always revolves around you know, sales in some way right um which is not what this is about. And it's not what SAD's about either. It's about having a relationship with an account. I see it almost as a, um, and this might be something that I, I, I suggest when I'm, when I'm much more comfortable and settled in. <laughs> so uh, do we have to call it an account manager? <laughs> Can we call it like a relationship manager or something along those lines maybe? Um, because then it doesn't have that, that connotation. Right. It's more personal, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which which is what this is about, really. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I see. This seems like a great time to discuss Sard's newest product, eRostream. The thing about eRostream is that it's actually really hard to describe. I recently recorded a video with Kevin Monk, a co-founder of Sard with his explanation, which you have got to see. He really explains how e-rostering works, which I'll try to sum up now. <laughs> Basically, it's all about a declarative artificial intelligence. And no, we're not talking about robots here, but essentially a system that does the maths for you. Most people understand rostering, which can be a really complicated and difficult process trying to match up the needs with the wants. E-rostering takes that very very complex method and simplifies it. It 
essentially does the job for you. It takes out the guesswork and in a matter of seconds, creates the perfect roster for the workplace as well as the employees. To find out more, please visit our website, sarjv.co.uk forward slash products forward slash e-rostering. One of our chat boxes will probably pop up and you can get in touch with our customer service team straight away to learn more. And in terms of that video, we'll be giving more information soon. So what's been your sort of first impressions of SARS or the company or the system? And... Oh, well, okay, listen, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> In a good way, right? In a good way, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, joining a new company in this current global climate, <laughs> for want of a better phrase, um, is a bit weird. <laughs> um, because all those things that would normally happen when they are, quote, onboarding, into, into a, uh, a company can't happen or don't, no, they, don't they can't happen they, they they can't happen in the usual way in which they'd happen that whole idea of an induction process you know and you you you, you spend time with these people and you're there if you like well obviously you know <laughs> um hi zoom we're, we're obviously <laughs> or we, we're trying to have to do that remotely now um uh, and it's sort of trying to work around that. So, you know, where I normally probably would have been, you know, down in Crystal Palace and sitting with somebody and going through the the, the system, it couldn't really work like that. Um, so it was more a case of, right, okay, we've got you access. Okay, this is where you go. Um, log in and have a, just have a look. And so I did. I logged in and had the look. And, the, and even though I didn't have much understanding of of the things that i was looking at as in you know the appraisal process you know the, the ins and outs of it because that's not what the, the, not the background i'd sort of come from i was able to tell pretty quickly this is a really easy system to work with um it didn't take that long at all you know i could see okay yeah i can see the architecture i can see how it looks i can see how i can get from here to here um that's that's a really easy system to just sit down and it kind of then made sense about something that I'd read on the website that Kevin had said once it's always good to quote the boss um, um, which at the time I found odd but now I don't and it was something he said was we don't provide training and to me that was what <laughs> exactly what are, you, what are you talking about and I understand it what now because the end users of the system, the doctors, they don't, you don't need to be trained on how to use this system. Once you log in, you look at it, and because the doctor will have an understanding of what it is that it's asking them in the first place, because you know it's appraisal or it's job planning, it's, it's something that they are familiar with. The fact that they're not familiar with the system becomes irrelevant. Mm. And even I could tell that just by looking at it. I was thinking, right, okay, yeah, well, I get this. You work through that section, you click here, you put stuff there great right it looks it does it seemed really solid as well which is always nice you know when you even go on the demo system and you do something and it reacts now you can't do it like that i'm afraid because you know this needs setting up you know you do come across occasionally you know you come across demonstration systems where there's bits of it which are broken <laughs> because it's a demo system right um so even the demo system being solid was getting like hey this is cool i like this um, and then the people, um, well, you're all lovely, aren't you? Um, obviously we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think without sounding like 
you know, oh, it's, a, it's a new guy who's just like trying to trying to be nice to everybody. Everybody is lovely. Everybody here is. They're all really nice people. They um, want to support everybody, which like each other. It's just amazing. Yeah, that's that's it. You know, having those, you know, all those like um, internally those different chat channels and the and the ability to say, well, well, you know, everybody can pitch in. Um, and everybody regularly does, um, and, and having those that that connection between, um, like the the, uh, I sort of call it almost like first line support guys, um, and team customer support team, and the dev sort of layer level, um, and having that interaction uh, going on and being able to see that, and also be able to pitch in as well, um, and being able to ask almost any question of anybody um it, it's really nice to see you know coming coming from um you know a, a, a long-term background where those groups of people didn't really talk to each other you know and uh, um and there was a you know if there was it was a convoluted route that you had to follow to be able to feed something back and then get information back from that so yeah having that sort of open it's like social environment within a company. Uh, it, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's very conducive to better working. There's a, there's a word I don't use very often. <laughs> actually, um, so yeah, it just just seems like a really sort of nice atmosphere, workplace, and place to work. Hopefully, one day you'll actually physically get to. <laughs> one day <laughs> the office, yeah yeah can i be part of your bubble <laughs> can you tell me what drives you oh i sometimes think that the answers to, to questions like these can sometimes sound a bit here's another word i don't use very often trite mm. you know it's sort of um it's sort of really does that not sound corny coming out of your mouth? That that kind of thing, a bit of cheesy almost. Um, but and this was, oh, this sounds so bad. Happiness, happiness is what drives me. Um, it's it's uh, happiness. I think is a nice word. You know, you could call it. You know, if you want to be very business like, you could say customer satisfaction is what drives me, but it's, it, it's, it's happiness. When you boil it right down, it is happiness. Um, and it's, it's the, the, the happiness of, um, a customer, um, no matter sort of who it is at what level that is, you know, you could be talking about, um, you know, a, a junior doctor, using an e-leave system through to uh you know the responsible officer or medical director signing off on the on, on the appraisals that have been done um for, for revalidation it, it's any level really if if somebody is happy to me that's job done really um because um if they're happy then uh it means that the system's done whatever it's supposed to do for them um if they're happy, then they will probably, you'd hope, tell other people that they're happy. Right. Colleagues that they're happy. Um, in which case, that might increase the use of a product, if you like. Um, 
because somebody might be put off because they've they've heard something but then somebody says oh no it's great i love this it's great um then they're happy that pass on to to them um they pass it on to other colleagues happiness i think is actually what drives things really um you can uh, you know obviously it's a mixture of things but if something has a lot of function um but it's not great to use you're not gonna be very happy even though something will do everything that it's required to do you're not necessarily going to be happy about it um you know or something could be cheap and you could be happy about the price um great but it's it's everything has to come together to to, to to make you genuinely happy so if you're driving happiness then you're driving all these things um so if you make people happy then they'll they'll, they'll tell other people and they'll tell other customers or potential customers and they'll it sort of drives itself then and then if other people are happy then i'm happy yeah you know <laughs> you're not putting this on this planet to be miserable really right <laughs> you know you gotta be happy yeah. um I get told actually occasionally, no, that's not strictly true. I get told a lot by my wife that I can be a grumpy git. Um, <laughs> what a lovely compliment. Yeah, well, that's, that's love, you know. Um, I was thinking, well, as long as she's happy calling me a grumpy git. There you go. <laughs> then, uh, then I'm happy to be called a grumpy git. Um, but it, it, is, it, it is something I, I try to be happy all the time um because it can be infectious that's 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 my drive and that's my my driver um and like i said you can you can put it across to a business side of things by if you make sure that people are happy then they will tell other people um and so that drives the business if you like so yeah that's kind of what drives me that and cash but no it's uh, <laughs> money 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 yeah 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 <laughs> show me the money um but no it's it's you can be happy with not a lot of money so yeah it is it's happiness that, that sort of pushes me really like i said it sounds a bit cheesy but no not at all is, i think happiness leads us on to another question of what are your hopes and aspirations for your current role my hope is that you know our customers are happy to come to me about anything really i mean if something is a is a genuine you know how do i do a b and c if if they're if they're thinking that at the time they're doing it then absolutely it'd be it'd be that you know they'd be the guys in customer support um but i want them to be able to go oh, i don't know you know, as in the customer, I want them to be able to go, hmm, I don't know, right, we've had some thoughts about something. I'll ask Pete. That's that's kind of what I want. Um, uh, and sort of my, my aspiration for the role would be that um, the role is expanded in that at the moment it's me. And what I'd like to be able to see is that um, me isn't enough um we need more me <laughs> me 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 um as it, my, my, my aspiration for the role is that um because we've we've added in this um because we've added in this this role um it allows the the, the customers to relate to us in a, in another way 
um, and they're happy with that. Like I said, I, I want to be able to get to the point where they they sort of come to their account manager as um, so almost almost the first port of call outside of, of a fairly obvious. I'm trying to do a. Could you tell me how to do it? Which again, I love the fact that there is a an actual live chat support system. Um, that's, I've never had come across that before, you know, in, in 20 odd years, 20 odd years uh, <laughs> of, um, <laughs> working with healthcare IT systems, never come across an actual live chat support um, where there is genuinely somebody there and you can type a question in and that person will immediately go, uh, oh, right, yeah, no problem. Um, okay, what is it we're trying to do? And, and sort of figure that out. Um, so the outside of that, that sort of I need instant support because I'm trying to actually do something, I, I want the customers to, to be happy with the fact that I'll just call I'll just call Pete. I'll just email Pete. I'll, um, uh, my account manager, my relationship manager, um, because they'll they'll sort it out for me. Um, and I want that to be sort of a, another sort of string in the bow of Saad, such that obviously because Saad's already been growing uh, in, in in customers, obviously have more customers because of just the whole general you know Saad thing, um, you know. The, good system and and the support and the relationship and everything and the and my aspiration is 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 that uh, we we need more relationship managers that's that's what that's what my hope and aspiration is is for this role so you know customers see me as a good thing um, and then it expands to the point well well you know we we've got more customers we need we need more we need more people we need more of this role um because that's that means that things are going well for for not just me but for us as a whole. Yeah. If there's one thing that you want people to know about Saad, what would that be? Saad will Saad will do almost I want to say almost anything to 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 make sure that things are right. Um, I have to say almost anything. You know, because it's always good to add an almost. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, because realistically, there are going to be you know there there are things that that you can ask as a as a request as a change to a system or a development that just really aren't necessarily doable. But from what I've seen so far, we will look we, we will look at things and and work out is this doable? Is this actually going to work? And if it is we will do what we can to be able to make that happen. Um, and that, that's what I, I sort of got so far. I mean, and you can sort of work that from the software itself to the, you know, the support team, you know, you can ask the support team and the support team will do its utmost to, to, to try and do whatever it is that's being asked. The developers, um, yeah, that's what I'd say. The one thing I've picked up just in three weeks so far from Saad is that, yeah, we'll do we'll do whatever we can if we can. I thought you were going to ask about me. Asking answering about me would be easier. Okay, what would your answer be? I'm terribly geeky slash nerdy about TV and film. Oh, really? Yeah, badly. <laughs> <laughs> badly. Do you have a specific genre? I uh, you know it tends to be cross genre. Sci-fi might be sort of up there a little bit. But it might be a little bit general. Um, 
yeah even my wife who likes who does like things like science fiction films and the rest of it even she says you are really quite nerdy about this stuff <laughs> she says, how can you remember stuff from from random films but you can't remember a b and c yeah yeah um, I am very bad about it. Well, thank you, Pete, for joining us on another no, episode of Sardisms. It was very enjoyable, actually. That's very exciting. I, I might even do it again. <laughs> hey, yeah. We, we'll check in six months when you get your probation and see how you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see if I'm the same person. <laughs> Thank you to all our listeners who tuned in to today's episode of Sardisms. We really enjoyed having you and hopefully you enjoyed hearing about Pete's experience in the healthcare industry. You can find out more about Sard by visiting sardjv.co.uk or send us a tweet on Twitter at sardjv or use hashtag Sardisms. Until next time, have a great week. Sardisms.